Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Happy Friday, Wisconsin. Thanks for listening across the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. I'm Radio Joe Zenzola filling in for the big unit today. Believe me, this is not a trend. This is the third straight Friday I have filled in for Bill. He's just trying to use as much of his vacation as he possibly can because uh, company policy says you either use it or you lose it. So when you have when you're in that situation, you have vacation time, just use it and be done with it. So that's what Bill is doing. Uh, don't worry, Bill will be back uh, on Monday, but he'll also be back on Saturday night for the Green and Gold Post Game Show. Bill and of course former Packer and Badger running back Gary Ellerson immediately following this Packer Panther game. Uh, you tuning in to many of these same network stations that carry the Green and Gold Post Game Show. They'll be breaking down the game. And if you don't have it in your market, uh, just download the free radio.com app. It's very simple. You just download it. It's free. It's not going to charge you anything. Search for Bill Michael Sports. Be sure to favorite us. And you can listen to the Green and Gold Post Game Show immediately following that one. Uh, it should be a really, really good game on Saturday night. Um, and we will get to your biggest keys to a Packers win coming up here in just a minute. You guys can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Radio Joe Sports. Uh, You can always follow Bill at Bill underscore Michaels and like him on his Facebook fan page. Just look for the blue check mark. Um, He does have his own personal account, but he's at max capacity when it comes to friends. So don't be offended if you send Bill a friend request because he's probably not going to be able to accept it. He's already at 5,000. Like, that's the max when it comes to friends. I mean, look, Bill's a popular guy. He's the big unit. I mean, that's just that's who he is. Uh, but you can go and like his Facebook fan page. He posts pretty much all the same stuff to his friend page as he does to his fan page, uh, just like the Bill Michaels show. Uh, a few notes coming across the wire here, and all breaking news on the Bill Michaels Show is sponsored by Mercedes-Benz Vans. You can find out how far an extra mile really goes. Uh, One guy that I'm actually surprised didn't get scooped up sooner, uh, Ray Montgomery, who has been a part of the Brewers front office now for the last few years under David Stearns, a really good evaluator of talent. Um, He is leaving the Brewers. He's going to join the Angels organization and work under their new GM. 
I got to think at some point Ray Montgomery is going to get a GM job. I'm surprised he he hasn't up to this point. He is a um, he is a really really good um, evaluator and scout. So he is heading over to the Angels. So the Brewers lose a valuable piece in that front office. Also tonight, uh, I spent a lot of time in the last hour talking about this. And if you missed it, just go to BillMichaelSports.com or hit the rewind option on the Radio.com app. But uh, the Bucks. I talked a lot about Giannis. Uh, they play tonight in New Orleans. It's their final preseason game before the regular season game opens up next week against the Celtics. Uh, DJ Augustine is out with a left calf strain for the Bucks, so he will not be playing tonight in that one. So that's just some of the news to get you caught up with what's going on here on a Friday. Uh, we, got, we got so much stuff to get to today still. We're going to talk with Chris Raybon at the bottom of the hour from the Action Network looking at the betting lines. We're going to talk a little Badger football today. Uh, not just about the Axe game. I really don't care about this this year's Axe game because it really doesn't mean much outside of pride. Um, I want to focus more on the recruiting class that the Badgers are bringing in. Colton Bartholomew from the Wisconsin State Journal, Madison.com. He will be joining me in the next hour. Also, we'll, we'll be analyzing this game with Eric Baranchek. And Mike Clemens, of course, will join us in the final hour. But I want to hear from you guys. 855-830-8648. That is the number. Also hit me up on Twitter at Radio Joe Sports. We do it every Friday here on the show, going into every Packer matchup. What do you think is the biggest key to a win on Saturday? And I, I think right now, I want to I want to start off with something that Bill has been talking a lot about this week, and that's about the whole Christian McCaffrey thing. Like, look, I, yeah, I. I think we we can laugh at the question like are you are you sad that Christian McCaffrey's not playing? Yeah, I mean of course we're all going to laugh at a question like that. Like of course, not having Christian McCaffrey is going to make things so much easier for the Packers. But at the same time, you certainly don't want to be losing this game to the Carolina Panthers at home without Christian McCaffrey. Like there's more pressure on the Packers here. Like no excuses, you need to win. Like Mike Davis, Mike Davis, he's not he's not a bad running back. I mean, he can he can hurt you running the football and he can also hurt you in the pass game as well. He's got that ability. But he's not Christian McCaffrey. And that's why I kind of go along with Bill in the sense that it would have been nice for this Packers defense to have and deal with that kind of element in McCaffrey. It just—it's just good preparation for the playoffs. Like, of course, you, you not having Christian McCaffrey in the game is going to make things a lot easier. But we've seen the struggles of the run defense this year. We've seen guys in this defense fail to tackle players with the football, and it's really sad. But we've also seen at the same time improvement from the Packers defense here the last. Well, going on, what, three weeks now? They've looked good against the Bears. They've looked good against the Eagles. They've looked good against the Lions. Now, again, those are all mediocre football teams. But nonetheless, we are seeing progress and confidence. I talked about this last week when I was getting you guys ready for the game against the Lions, that you, you just the, the, the defense needs to continue to find confidence in themselves especially the younger players, guys who are trying to take another step forward in their development this year, into their second or in their third seasons. 
And we continue to look at Darnell Savage, who had another nice game against the Lions. We looked at Rashawn Gary, who played well in his limited snaps before he had to leave with what appeared to be some kind of injury, but now he's good to go coming up on Saturday night. But we just want to continue to see progress, right? And wouldn't it be nice, in a way, to just be tested more with an even greater threat in Christian McCaffrey? Now, granted, you're going to get Derrick Henry next week. That's going to be a that's that's going to be a little nerve wracking. But I think, for the Packers' sake, as they are getting ready for the playoffs, and we're talking about a team that it is imperative to get to the Super Bowl. And you have an offense that can get that done. The question is, how much can the defense be able to help support that cause? And so I think Christian McCaffrey, had he played in this game, it certainly would have kept this defense on their toes some more. And if you found ways to contain Christian McCaffrey, that is a huge win for this defense. And that only makes your defense better. So from that standpoint, I do agree with Bill, like, Yeah, I kind of want to see this defense get tested even more. Because the last thing you want to see is that this Packers defense continues to play mediocre offenses, and then when it comes to crunch time in the playoffs, you know, they're 13-3. and Look what they've done. But they really haven't been tested. Derrick Henry, assuming he plays, assuming nothing happens to him this weekend, that will be your only test. And then I think about it. David Montgomery will probably present a test as well in Week 17. Because after all, he did uh, he did beat up the Packers defense a little bit late in that game when it really didn't matter anymore. But nonetheless, he did that. So I'm just looking at this, and I just I just want the Packers defense to continue to be tested, and then in the at the same time show improvements when they're being tested. Now again, Carolina coming in. They're not that great of a football team. But did you know the Carolina Panthers, seven of their nine losses this year have only been by eight points or less? That's it. And keep in mind, Christian McCaffrey has only played in three games. So it has been pretty much the Teddy Bridgewater show with a little sprinkle of Mike Davis and three impact wide receivers that the Panthers have. I think if we're talking about keys to a game coming up on Saturday, you got to make sure that these receivers, led by Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, and Curtis Samuel, who right now is a little banged up, but if all three of those guys are playing, that's what you got to keep a close eye on. I was not impressed by Kevin King last week. Marvin Jones had Kevin King's number throughout that whole game. And I don't know if that was just a bad game for Kevin King. Guys are going to have bad games. I understand that. But Kevin King's in a contract year. And we keep talking about Kevin King in the same conversation as some of these other Packer players that are up for contracts. And it just doesn't feel to me right now that Kevin King is going to get a new contract with the Packers. Unless there is some kind of cheap deal they can agree upon. I don't think Kevin King will be coming back next year. But after what I saw from Kevin King this past week, I certainly wasn't pleased. 
And I just hope Kevin King has a bounce back game because they're going to need him. Whether he's going up against Robbie Anderson or he's going up against DJ Moore. I'll be curious to know what Eric Baranchek thinks about that in the next hour. Like, who's going to be on who in this game? I've seen some Packer guys on Twitter, um, you know, suggest that maybe Jair Alexander should play the slot this week. I, I don't know about that. But you have to respect the receivers of this Carolina Panthers team. To me, I think of anything on this roster for the Panthers, they are the biggest threat. And the other thing I would keep an eye on is what Teddy Bridgewater can do with his legs. Russell Okung, their left tackle, is questionable. And there's a chance he he may not play in this game. The Carolina Panthers, their offensive line depth has been pretty depleted this year, especially on the left side. Like, we talk about the Green Bay Packers and how impressive their depth has been on their O-line this year. The Panthers are in a much worse place. And even if Russell Okung does play, you know he's not going to be at 100%. So no matter how you slice it, whether you're going to line up Zadarius Smith, you're going to line up Rashawn Gary, Preston Smith, whoever on that left side, you better be winning and you better find a way to keep Teddy Bridgewater in the pocket. You don't want him escaping. You do not want him running around with that football. Because I respect Teddy Bridgewater in that regard. Which then also leads to, you're going to probably have to put a spy on him. And I'm not sure if that's going to be a job for maybe Kamal Martin because of his speed. I'm not sure if that's going to be a job for, say, Darnell Savage. You've got some guys on this defense with speed. So I'll be interested to see what Mike Pettin does to who has that assignment. I mean, I you have to have a spy on Teddy Bridgewater. You have to be able to respect that. So keeping him in the pocket, I think, is going to be another important thing. But again, you don't want to give him too much time in the pocket either. Because again, those receivers, to me, it's a very talented group. And all of those guys... Um, continue to make strides as NFL wide receivers. And Robbie Anderson, a lot of people, a lot of Packers fans I know, wanted Robbie Anderson here in a Packer uniform. And you can see why. He's having a really good year. I mean, he's coming up on 1,000 receiving yards. So to me, looking at that, the Carolina Panthers offense going up against this Packers defense will certainly be the most intriguing to me. 855-830-8648 is the phone number what is your biggest key to a Packers win coming up on Saturday night I'm Radio Joe Zanzola we will have more coming up on the other side and don't forget Chris Raybon senior editor of the Action Network will be looking at the week 15 betting lines coming up here in about about 15 minutes or so Evan Heffelfinger other side of the glass today producing we'll have more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Man, uh, it yes, the great Dean Martin. Can never go wrong with Dean Martin. 
Kind of getting into the holiday spirit here on the Bill Michaels Show today. I'm Radio Joe, in for Bill. So I've just decided this is when I feel like this is a good time to start doing Christmas music. I just hate it when they start playing Christmas music in October and November and oversaturate everything with Christmas. It just takes away from the value of what Christmas is. Yeah, so I'm sorry to cut you off there, Dean. I didn't mean to do that. But you get what I mean. I just... Some people are Christmas fanatics. I am not a Christmas fanatic. But I just felt like last night I was, as I was putting together this show, you know what? Let's start to get this in. I mean, literally, Christmas is one week from today. I can't believe I Really, I can't believe it. I don't know about you, but this year has just flown. This segment of the Bill Michaels Show is sponsored by BetQL, and uh, we're going to be doing some betting lines coming up here with Chris Raybon. But... I'm sure you're going to be making bets on a pretty crazy slate of games this week in week 15. So BetQL, what it is, you download the BetQL app or you can visit BetQL.com today. It's not a betting app. It's purely a tool for people to use for data to make better bets. That's all that it is. It's going to give you the best advice possible to make sure that you're going to win some money. It's a really cool app. So download the BetQL app, Bet Smarter, and beat the books with BetQL. We are asking you guys your biggest key to a Packers win coming up on Saturday night against the Panthers, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. You can also tweet at us, at Radio Joe Sports. That's where I am. Please give me a follow. I would appreciate it. Uh, Nebel's tweets, he says, the Panthers thrive on the short game. We have to be able to, to control over the middle baloney we seem to have issues with. Bridgewater isn't the same guy he was years ago, but he is still mobile, and that's always a concern. This has the makings of another nail-biter. Jeremy tweets at Radio Joe Sports, biggest key is to keep the Panthers' offense off the field. Side note, Die Hard is the best Christmas movie with Gremlins coming in at number two. I'm certainly not going to get into that debate. Uh, about Die Hard because it's one of the most overtalked debates in in radio, and I know everyone's tired of it, uh, but it is. It, it is a Christmas movie. Thank you. Uh, one more here. This is from Frank. He says, as the past games and moving forward until the season ends, the run defense is key. It's always the key, in my opinion. So I talked a lot about this Panthers offense and kind of some of the keys to making sure that you're going to win. Keep Teddy Bridgewater in the pocket but not for too long, and also being able to stay on top of these wide receivers because I think that is by far their biggest strength. And Mike Davis, I would pay close attention to him as well, um, but he is no Christian McCaffrey. We have to remember that. that. Those are some of the things that this Packers defense just needs to do a good job of. Get off the damn field, get the ball back into Aaron Rodgers' hands, and let's go. This Panthers defense is really nothing to write home about. They give up points. They average 25 and a half points in the National Football League this year, which I believe is bottom third. No, it's actually not. It's middle of the pack. And again, you know, defenses this year in the NFL are not as dominant as they once were. It's it's very strange um, to see many defenses being more middle of the road, but 20 half, 25 and a half points, that's a lot of points. And when you got Aaron Rodgers, who has the best offense in the NFL today when it comes to points per game, 
this is a defense that you can certainly exploit. Now, with all that being said, there are some still there are some good pieces here on this Panthers defense. Uh, one of which is Brian Burns. I would really keep an eye on him on the edge. Um, but considering how successful this Packers offensive line has been, uh, regardless of who Brian Burns is going to be lining up against, whether it's going to be Billy Turner or David Bakhtiari or R- Ricky Wagner, depending on how they go about it, um, just making sure you contain Brian Burns, I think that'll be a key. He is a nice player off the edge. Uh, another guy that they hit on this year in the draft is uh, Jeremy Chin. He He's a safety, really nice player, has made a lot of plays this year. Um, he is someone to keep an eye on in the back end. Trey Boston is the other safety back there. He's another nice player, uh, but he's been dealing with some injuries, and uh, I believe at last check he's questionable for this game. So if they lose Trey Boston, that's another big hit to the Panthers' defense. But I really, the way I look at it, guys, I just think Aaron Rodgers and this LaFleur offense should be able to do anything they want. I don't really think there's going to be an aspect of this Panthers defense that's going to cause significant problems for Aaron Rodgers. They should be able to get on the field and score, and at the very least get Mason Crosby out there to kick a field goal. I I, I just, to me, scoring points against the Panthers defense is not going to be a problem. And just the beauty of what Aaron Rodgers is doing right now, I, I just... I'm just in awe, like every week, watching Aaron Rodgers thrive in this offense and not be the quarterback that just a couple of years ago, he's going out there and holding on to the football for too long, dancing around, trying to find his favorite target, Devontae Adams, not really playing within the system anymore. Again, this was all under Mike McCarthy, and he did this a little bit last year too when he was still trying to get comfortable with this new scheme that LaFleur was putting together. But the fact that Aaron Rodgers is playing at an MVP level in this new scheme and playing within the scheme and not doing whatever Aaron wants, you talk about a marriage made in heaven. And we all, we all, we're freaking out too with the Anthony Barr injury. You remember that a few years ago. That after he had the broken collarbone, that you know he just wasn't going to be the same player with his arm. I don't know about that. He's been throwing bullets week after week after week. This is just it, it and I could I could do a whole hour on Aaron Rodgers. It is just incredible what he's doing right now. So again, I don't think the Packers offense is going to have any problems against the Carolina defense. I don't. I don't. The question is, it goes back to the defense. If the Packers defense just holds its own, makes some stops, I know they're going to give up some points, but just make the stops when it matters most. If they can do that, Packers got another win. And I think they are going to win. I think so too. But again, like I said earlier, the Carolina Panthers this year, even though they haven't had Christian McCaffrey for most of the season – Seven of their nine losses have only been within eight points or less. They have played things very close. They did play the Chiefs very close in Kansas City earlier this year, but that was also because Christian McCaffrey was playing in that game before he got hurt again. So we'll see what happens coming up on Saturday night. It's going to be cold. You know that's going to play a part as well. The Panthers certainly are not used to that playing down in Carolina. So... That's another factor to bring into this, but I do believe the Packers will win this game.
855-830-8648. That is the phone number to get a hold of us. Coming up on the other side, we will talk with Chris Raybon, Senior Editor of the Action Network, as we look at the betting lines. But before we do that, as we're all trying to look for the best possible deals in our life, uh, let me tell you a little bit about my friends at Hyundai West Dallas because they have deals for you if you're trying to buy a new or used car. And again, if you live anywhere in the state of Wisconsin, Hyundai West Dallas will come to you. If you just go to HyundaiWestDallas.com, there's three different ways to uh, go about shopping for a car, and they will work with you digitally. They can even have you sign paperwork digitally if you have an iPad or a tablet. It's a pretty cool deal. The other thing that Hyundai West Dallas has, they're doing their winter sell-down event. So all new vehicles are sold at or below dealer invoice. They will match any Wisconsin dealer's offer. They are offering top Kelly Blue Book values on trades, which include 0% financing available, no payments until February, and no down payment needed. And if you mention my name, Joe Zanzola or Radio Joe, you get an additional $500 off your new car, which I think you should take advantage. Just say my name. It's like Heisenberg and Breaking Bad. Just say my name. I, I And I don't like to do pull the say my name, but this is for you guys. I want you guys to save some money when you're buying a car. That's what you can do at Hyundai West Dallas. And one other thing worth noting about Hyundai West Dallas, um, they're doing the 2020 IA car giveaway. And this year, it has brought tremendous struggles and hardships to so many people, as we all know. But many individuals and their families, they have gone through their hardest their hardest year in their lives. So the folks at the International Autos Group, which Hyundai West Dallas is a part of, they will help by giving away a brand new car to the individual or family who is most in need of a new vehicle this holiday season. How about that? So more details on that, visit the iaautogroup.com for details and enter the 2020 IA car giveaway. That's iaautogroup.com. And for my friends, at Hyundai West Dallas, go to HyundaiWestDallas.com. I'm Radio Joe in for Bill today. We will have more coming up next here on The Bill Michael Show. You're listening to The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Santa came down the chimney Half past three With lots of nice little presents for my baby and me Merry Christmas, baby Yes, the boss, Bruce Springsteen. Welcome back. Bill Michael's show continues. Starting to get into the holiday season here on the Bill Michael's show. By the way, programming note, we do this every year on the Bill Michael's show. We celebrate Festivus. Yes, Festivus. The airing of sports grievances. Tune in next Wednesday, the 23rd, when it is celebrated. Because we want to hear your sports airing of grievances. And I guess you get thrown some other grievances too if you want, because 2020 has been bad to everyone. So you can air your grievances, but we might have to set some parameters. So I gotta I'll sit down and talk to Bill about that next week. I'm Radio Joe filling in for Bill. Let's look at some of the betting lines for week 15 in the NFL. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline. You can follow him on Twitter at Chris Raybon. He is the senior editor for the Action Network, Chris Raybon. Chris, what's going on, man? 
How's it going, Joe? Good. But believe me, you will be hearing from Bill again at some point. He's just been taking off the last uh, few Fridays here. So you're stuck with me again for another week. Um, let, let's get right to it, man, because there are so many good games this week, and there's a lot of interesting lines. I want to start with Houston taking on Indianapolis. Right now, uh, the Colts are seven-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. I just I don't know what to expect anymore out of Deshaun Watson and this Texans offense because they don't have any more weapons. Yeah, it's been a struggle, you know, ever since they they lost Will Fuller. Um, it, you know, the first game against the Colts, they were able to have some success early in the game, uh, but you know, in the second half, there was really nothing. So now you're going to play this team for the you know the second time in a few weeks, and you would expect Indianapolis. To be ready for this one, uh, it's a, a little inflated here at the seven and a half. Uh, I think seven would be the more appropriate line, but uh, we are seeing the public backing the Colts 66% of bets, which is why that line is seven and a half, but only 58% of the money, so uh, a little less money, which indicates some of the bigger bets are, are coming in on the Texans here. And again, that's just because you're getting that seven and a half instead of the the seven, and, and we know seven is a key number uh, for NFL final scores. I'm having a hard time with this line. At last check here, the San Francisco 49ers are only three-point favorites against the Dallas Cowboys. Now, again, they're playing in Jerry World, and Dallas had a really good game last week against Cincinnati, but I just feel like that might be a little – I'm surprised by that, just the fact that they're only three-point favorites in this. Why is that? Well, I think you, what we saw is, you know, the Cowboys finally had a a good game, as you mentioned, and when that happens, you you know, obviously that's going to factor into the numbers and, and the models, uh, but also it, it impacts the perception a little bit, and I think, you know, if things had gone a little differently last week, this line would be bigger. Remember, San Francisco played a pretty good game against Washington uh, on defense, but they allowed two uh, defensive touchdowns. To the to the to Washington, and so uh, you know that accounted for 14 points. Uh, so now you have a Dallas defense that hasn't really stopped anyone, and 62% of the public is backing San Francisco. But to your point, Joe, 96% of the money on San Francisco. So even though uh, you know the line doesn't look that crazy, the all the money, the big money, is on San Francisco as three-point favorites at Dallas. Yep, that makes a lot of sense. There's a couple of lines that uh, look pretty ridiculous right now because Tennessee's taken on the Lions, and at last check here, the Titans are 11-point favorites in this game. I mean, really, I would kind of expect them to cover that. Ryan Tannehill and A.J. Brown, they should have a field day against this Lions secondary. Yeah, it, you know, the Lions, and they're talking about shutting Kenny Galladay down too, so you know, not much offensive firepower here for them. Uh, 66% of the bets. 78% of the money on Tennessee, so no one's really uh, disagreeing with that. The other one, too, is the Rams and the Jets. The Rams are 17.5-point favorites. We saw Seattle just destroy the Jets. Again, I think this is a no-brainer here for betters to roll with the Rams here. Yeah, and usually we, we don't recommend that, and that's not the sharp play. Uh, you know, double-digit underdogs, if you just kind of blindly bet them, uh, you would actually be profitable, but Adam Gase, the Jets head coach, is a bit of a trend breaker. He is just 2-8 and eight in his career against the spread uh, when they're a road underdog by double digits. And we're seeing 50, 57% of the public, you know, in terms of the bets on the Rams, but 86% of the money 
on the Rams have moved that line from 16 and a half to 17 and a half. And honestly, I think that's the right call. Uh, I think the Rams are playing even better than the Seahawks right now who rolled the Jets 40 to three last week. Talking with Chris Raybon, senior editor of the Action Network here on the Bill Michaels Show as we continue to look at the betting lines for Week 15. Another game that's very intriguing early on is New England taking on Miami. They're going down to South Beach, um, and this line is really tight, a point and a half going to Miami in this one. Yeah, this one is uh, a game I'm, I'm really looking forward to. You have Belichick versus his, you know, kind of protege in, in Brian Flores here. Both coaches know each other well. Uh, 59% of the bets, uh, 62% of the money on Miami here is the one-and-a-half-point favorite. However, this is something to note for kind of, if you're newer, better out there, you may not be familiar with this term, but uh, a reverse line move because Miami opened as a three-point favorite, and more of the money – is on Miami. The majority of the money is on Miami, and yet this line has moved against Miami. Uh, so what that tells you usually is that the books are uh, kind of moving the line based on some respected betters or just something you know that they see that you know you're not forcing them to kind of move that that line with the money and make Miami a bigger favorite. And I think that's the fact that Bill Belichick has had uh, extraordinary success against rookie quarterbacks uh, since Russell Wilson beat him in. 2012, I believe rookie quarterbacks are something like seven and uh, or 0 and 12 with like a seven to 17 inter- touchdown interception ratio or something crazy like that. So um, it, it's going to be tough for for Tua Tagovailoa here. Um, two coaches very familiar. So uh, I think the sharp side of this game is New England, but the public's a little bit weary because we just saw them get destroyed on national TV by the Rams last week. Yeah, and the other thing too, I'll add to that. I mean. Bill Belichick just schooled Justin Herbert. So when we talk about rookie quarterbacks dealing with Bill Belichick, um, that's going to be very interesting to see how that goes with Tua this time uh, going into that game. Again, we're talking with Chris Raybon of the Action Network. Uh, the, the news that broke this morning, as we all saw, Drew Brees is back. He's going to play in this game against Kansas City. Now, I'm looking at the line right now. I don't know if this has changed, but right now the Chiefs are three-point favorites in this one. Has that changed at all with Brees coming back into the picture? Interestingly enough, it has not. And, you know, that kind of speaks to, I, I think, what Sean Payton has been able to do, uh, you know, it, it, with the job coaching this this Saints team um, to kind of get the same level of performance, you know, out of Taysom or, or at least something close to it, you know, for, for that offense to kind of survive. Now, I know they had some kind of easier matchups and they did lose to, to Philadelphia, but um, you're seeing this line pretty much still at three, 63% of the bets, 82% of the money uh, on the Kansas City Chiefs. And, and I think that's partly – uh, why here is that you know there's big money on the Chiefs uh, regardless, so you don't want to kind of move the line in the other direction now if you're the sports book, um, given that given that so, there's so much liability already on the Chiefs, it seems like people are not that confident, uh, you know, in in in, in Breeze in, or just anyone really covering against this Chiefs team, which is which is interesting because I will point out that this you know is the time. You know, if you're gonna if you're looking to bet against the Chiefs and, and you know you're looking to bet on Sean Payton as a home underdog, uh, he's covering at a 75 percent clip and uh, also above 60 percent coming off a loss. So uh, this is one of the few times where uh, the Chiefs kind of have met their match in terms of you know the, the coaching matchup on the other side. 
Cannot wait for that game coming up on Sunday. But let's talk about the game that Packers fans are focusing on for Saturday night as they take on the Carolina Panthers at Lambeau Field. Uh, I certainly expect Aaron Rodgers and company to put up some points against this defense. Right now, the Packers coming into this game are eight-point favorites. Has that adjusted at all? Yeah, so the look-ahead line was nine-and-a-half. So the the Panthers have gained some ground on this point spread here. Uh, The action is split in terms of the bet, 50-50 exactly down the middle. Uh, But 62% of the money is on Carolina, only 38% uh, on the Packers here. And, uh, again, I think this is one of those situations where uh, the Panthers have been mostly competitive throughout the year, despite a four and nine record. Um, they're another one of these teams, very well coached, you know, even if they're not extremely talented. And, and so uh, I think you're seeing just some of the big bets coming in here because this line is not, you know, seven, it's, it's eight or eight. It was eight and a half. Uh, and that's what you're getting. But interestingly enough, Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau, uh, you know, this is a time when you can back him pretty confidently. He's covering it at over a 60% uh, rate you know, in Lambeau Field for his career with a spread of 13 or less. He's actually 57 and 28, 67%. Uh, and then they didn't cover last week, did the Packers. Uh, Detroit got a back door. So Aaron Rodgers in his career coming off and against the spread loss is 43, 22 and 1, 66% against the spread. So uh, this is a spot where, uh, you know, if you want to go out there and back the Packers, uh, I think you, uh, you have some value here. Very interesting. He is Chris Raybon, senior editor of the Action Network. Again, you can follow him on Twitter at Chris Raybon. Chris, we will uh, talk to you sometime next week. It won't be on Christmas, but we'll figure that out. You have a good weekend, okay? You too. Good luck this weekend and take care. There he is, Chris Raybon, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider, they're hiring right now, 844 Pride, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Again, they've been doing it. 85 years now. Crazy. Again, 844 Pride or go to SchneiderJobs.com. On the other side, one superstar I think just got cloned. And there's a coach I'm rooting for. We'll talk about that coming up on the other side. I'm Radio Joe in for Bill today here on the Bill Michael Show. The cold weather and the holidays are here, and Schulze Family Beef has everything you need. Their family farm in Humbird, Wisconsin, that's been providing high-quality pasture-raised beef to all of us in the Midwest for now three generations. And with COVID cases on the rise, nobody really wants to go to the grocery store, right? So why not sign up for a convenient monthly subscription? It'll be packed in dry ice and show up right on your doorstep, like the variety of steaks and chops and burgers and hot dogs and brats and roasts. You can get that curated gift box as well. So don't forget about that. And they have all the delicious meats that you're going to need for those cold weather stews, chilies, and soups. So check out their Facebook page because they have some great recipes over there. And new for the holidays, special tomahawk ribeyes. Perfect for the small COVID gatherings. You can order them right now while they last because they're not going to last long. And for a no-brainer, ready-to-eat Instapot dinners. Check out the website for the recipes. And what meat lover wouldn't love a gift certificate for meat, right? Think about that for the holidays. Happy holidays from Schulze Family Beef. Go to the web, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. That's Schulze, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. 
It's the Packers and the Carolina Panthers here at Lambeau Field, 7-15 tomorrow night. The Panthers are 4-9. Seven of those losses came in the fourth quarter by less than a touchdown. Carolina's new defensive coordinator, Phil Snow. We, we have starting to play better, you know, but we have moments where we don't. You know, I you know I thought we'd been playing the third quarter real well, and then this past game we didn't. We played the fourth quarter decently, so you know that, that's exciting to see, and I hope it continues uh, on Saturday night. Luke Keekley retired after last season. Shaq Thompson's now a leader at linebacker, and talked about their second-year man, the Panthers' number one draft pick last year. Brian Burns is forming into that leader that that a lot of people, myself the back end, front end count on, and uh, he's stepping into that role perfectly. Is the Packers defense ready to face teams in the playoffs? Nose tackle Kenny Clark. Uh, Yeah, I think we're improving uh, each and every week. Just got to just keep doing what we're doing, keep practicing how we're practicing, and, and keep trying to put it together a complete game. That's Kenny Clark in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. I shall call him Mini Me. It's the little Saint Nick. Michael's show continues. Radio Joe with you. Okay, so did anyone see yesterday Tiger Woods? They're doing the uh, PNC Championship. It's a pro-am down in Florida. Tiger's 11-year-old son, Charlie, was there, and he was on the range next to his old man. Did you see that kid swing? I mean, it's like identical to his father. His putting stroke is identical to his father. Like, I just, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. If you go to my Twitter page, at Radio Joe Sports, um, I I just put it out yesterday morning. I mean, look at the comparisons between Tiger and his kid. Now, again, Tiger's kid, he's got people that are working with him. Tiger himself on weekdays is working with him. Um, Look, I, it's very hard for the son of a superstar to try and be the superstar as he gets older. What would make Charlie Woods successful is if he can find that, if he can get that instinct instinct from Tiger, from his dad. If he can have that same kind of instinct, you never know what Charlie Woods could become. I just thought that was crazy. The other thing here, Lovey Smith out at Illinois. I would love to see Lance Leipold, the former UW-Whitewater head coach, become the new head coach at Illinois. He is he was just named the Mac coach of the year for Buffalo cuz he has done so many great things for that football program. That would be a great opportunity. You know what would be also a funny opportunity is to see Brett Bielema go to Illinois. I don't even need to talk about that. It's just funny, but I'm rooting for Lance. I hope he gets that chance. Evan Heffelfinger other side of the glass. I'm Radio Joe. We'll have more of the Bill Michael show coming up right after this. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.